Hello and welcome to Sloths Love to Read. This is Carrie Ann. Today we have a very amazing book called When Zeta Danced on El Ridge Street by Elsa Ocon Rael. This was a winner of the Association of Jewish Libraries, the Sydney Taylor winner, which is a big book award for the Jewish uh, Foundation. Let's get started. When Zeta Danced on Elridge Street by Elsa Econ Rael. Zizi wasn't really happy about the visit to her grandparents. She didn't mind Bubba, whose sprightly movements and sparkling eyes always made Zizi smile. But Zeta, well, to be truthful, Zeta didn't like children. Zizi and all her cousins were afraid of him. Sit still and listen, he always ordered his grandchildren during his endless reading of the Haggadah at Passover Sedar. Maybe you'll even learn something. And on Sukkos, he never allowed children into the festive booth in the backyard. Children, bring in dirt and make noise, he would say with a scowl, waving them away with the back of his hand. But Zizi couldn't escape today's visit, for Papa had to take Mama all the way uptown to the hospital on St. Mark's Place to have a baby. Tante Trina... We'll bring you to Bubba Ruschel and Zeta Avram, Papa explained. You will behave? Of course, Zizi said with a frown. I always do, Papa. Teeny tiny Bubba Ruschel greeted Zizi and Tante Trina when they arrived at 17 Elridge Street. Come, my Zizala, come in. So Mama... Tante Trina said over her cup of tea, What do you think they'll name the new baby? Zizi had heard this discussion many times before. She looked over to the slender top drawer of the chiffarog, which held a trove of familiar treasures. Go, Miss Curiosity, open it. And Bubba nodded her permission. It was all the invitation Zizi needed. There were two tubes of tanji lipstick, the round peach-colored box of Cody face powder, a pair of rhinestone buckles with a gem missing from each, and a faded brittle envelope was Mama Seward Park Library card. There were several letters from Europe in spidery handwriting addressed to Mama and written in Yiddish. A receipt for salve dated 1927, the year of Zizi's birth. A half-full bottle of Waterman's blue-black ink. A yarmulke. Before Zizi finished looking through the familiar trinkets and treasures, Zeta arrived. She slammed the drawer shut quickly, expecting he would disapprove. Tante Trina rose hastily and kissed Zizi. Behave yourself, she whispered under her breath and left. I wonder if Tante Trina is afraid of Zeta too, Zizi thought. 
So, Zeta began with a single word of greeting, you think you'll have a brother or sister. Truly, Zizi wished for a baby sister, but she didn't want to tell that to Zeta. I don't really care so long as it's healthy, Zizi replied, repeating what she had heard many times. So, do you know what today is? Zeta asked. A holiday? Zizi took a guess as her heart began to race. Yes, Zeta persisted, but what holiday? Last week was Sukos, Zizi remembered, but today? What is today? Zeta insisted. Zizi felt as if she were in the middle of a test without having done her homework. Simkosh Torah, Zeta answered impatiently. And do you know what we celebrate? Zizi's voice squeaked. The Torah? Yes, but what about the Torah do we celebrate? Think, think, Zeta demanded as he poked his forehead with his index finger, pointing to his brain. Zizi was quiet. Was that her heart she could hear thumping? I'm sorry, Zeta. I don't know. And Zeta shook his head sadly at his granddaughter's ignorance. Then he said, Today we complete the Torah reading for the year, roll it back, and begin all over again. And we make a party in Shul to celebrate. Would you like to go? And Zizi looked down at her shoe with with you, she asked. Of course with me. Who else? They won't mind if children come. Zizi asked, hoping he might change his mind. If I bring you, it will be all right. So do you want to go or not? And Zizi bent over to pick a bit of lint off her stocking. Yes, please, she replied. Good, it's settled, he said, as though he close a business deal. The rest of the day, Zeta read his sitter by the window's light, as he always did, wearing his jacket and hat indoors, his lips moving as he mouthed the words he read. Zizi went into the kitchen to help Bubba prepare dinner. Bubba let her peel potatoes, a task that Zizi did well, and Bubba smiled with approval. As they bustled about, Bubba and said, Listen, Zizela, I know it's not easy for children to be with Zeta. I know. Be a little patient and you'll have a good time in shul tonight. And after they'd eaten, Zeta said, So come, it's time to go. Is it far? Zizi asked. No, it's right downstairs across the street, Zeta said. Its name is Kahal Adath Jerusalem, but everybody calls it the Shul on Elbridge Street. Zizi had never seen so beautiful a synagogue. Her father's place of worship on Cannon Street was plain, and her other Zeta's synagogue on Pitt Street was even simpler. But here, the last of the sunset sparkled through the brightly colored glass windows. Reds, greens, yellows, lavenders, and blues filtered in and cast a magical light across the pews. Wood carved in intricate patterns decorated the entire room. Cece spun around. 
this looks like a palace, she thought, and here I am in the middle like a princess. And over to the side, Zizi saw a table covered with baskets of shiny apples, bowls of raisins and almonds, and trays of cookies and sliced cake. Even though she just finished dinner, her mouth watered. It looked like a real party, she thought. Come, take, eat, a man behind the table called to her and Zeta. There was loud laughter, singing, running, and for once children were not being told to behave. Such sights and sounds. Cece stared, eyes opened wide at the children who streamed by her. She thought about mingling with them, but she didn't move. Zeta walked away and joined two men on the bima. Zizi gazed as they silently rolled up the Torah, covered it with a velvet case, and placed it into the ark which slid open without a sound. The scroll was cradled in their arms like a newborn baby as they gently, gently placed it in a special dark cubby. They removed another Torah, slipped it from its cover, and carefully laid it on the lectern. They they behaved toward the scroll as if it breathed with life. Come, come, little ones, on to the bima, an old man said as he waved the chattering children to the small platform. Cece looked over to Zeta cautiously. He nodded to her, inviting her to join the giggling, squirming crowd, and she was happy to take her place with them. As a large talus was placed over their heads in blessing, Zizi wiggled her way up to the front of the noisy group and stared at the scroll. She just had to see. This was the closest she'd ever been to a Torah. She had seen Hebrew lettering before, but this time she felt as though the writing held secrets, ancient, sacred secrets. When she left the Bima, Zizi looked about for Zeta. She had a question. Zizi drew a deep breath. Zeta, please? She gently tapped her grandfather's arm. Can you tell me, Zeta, what is Torah? What does it mean? I know it's important, but why? What? Zeta's eyes popped wide open. What? What? Zizi was about to repeat her question, but Zeta bellowed to one of the elders. Did you hear that, Zalman? To another he called. Did you hear that, Beryl? My Anikol, my grandchild, asked me, what is Torah? Had she done something wrong in asking? Zizi stiffened in fear, but then Zalman and Beryl smiled. You, my dear one, Zeta said, have just asked a question with as many answers as there are Jews to answer it. The Torah is the writing of the five books of Moses. It was given to us by God in heaven to tell us how to live as Jews in this world. Zeta took a deep breath before he offered in a whisper, And would you like to know what I think, personally? And Zizi tingled with curiosity. Yes, please, please. Come closer. And Zizi thought Zeta was about to whisper in her ear, 
but instead, as she leaned closer to hear him, Zeta kissed the top of her head. That's what I think is Torah, a kiss from God to the Jewish people to show his love. A kiss from God to Zizi. These words were a warm embrace, not only from God, but from Zeta Avram. He had never kissed her before. Zizi looked about the shoal and saw grown-ups dancing and swaying with the children as they tenderly carried the Torah scroll in their arms and passed it from one to another. People kissed their fingers and reached out to touch the scroll. Simcha, 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 everyone chanted. Zizi had never seen such joy, such freedom in a synagogue, and the sound Zizi bounced and swayed and turned along with the crowd, and then she saw Zeta was dancing. Zeta, imagine! The doors of the shul burst open as the place could not contain so much happiness. Everyone followed as Zeta, carrying the Torah, led the celebration dancing on to Elridge Street. Windows flew open and people leaned out to clap their hands, call out greetings, and join in the singing, Simcha, Simcha, Simcha. As she paraded proudly next to Zeta, Zizi thought of her grandmother and looked up to the window. There she was, tiny Bubba, waving and clapping her hands as if to say, See, I told you you would have a good time. See? When Zizi and Zeta returned to Bubba, nearly breathless with excitement, there was Papa waiting with a big smile. You have a baby brother, he told Zizi. Mama is all right? Mama is all right, Papa nodded and smiled. Bachheim, Zeta said to Papa, you should be proud. I am, said Papa. Yes, for the new baby, but also, also for your precious daughter. Of all my Aniklach, and Zizi is the ninth. She is the only grandchild who has ever asked me about Torah. About its meaning, its essence, the only one. Do you know how rare it is, how remarkable to have a child who wishes to know more? A child who asks? You have here a wonder. I know, Papa said, hugging his daughter. I know. And Cece knew she would always remember this perfect moment, clear as the sharpness of the beautiful black lettering on the white parchment scroll. The day had indeed been a simcha, a blessing. Zeta had called her a wonder, but there had been so many wonders that night. Zeta dancing... That had been a wonder. Her new baby brother was another. But most of all, there was the Torah. Only the Torah could have made her stern grandfather kiss her. Only the Torah could have made the people in Shoal dance and laugh and sing, full of love. The scroll was the most precious treasure of all, the wonder of wonders. And here is a note from the author. 
The Lower East Side of Manhattan is rich with evidence of the Jewish immigrant experience of the 1930s. Snappy sour pickles can still be plucked from barrels of brine on Essex Street. Pyrogen potato dumplings are being served at Ratner's on Delancey Street. Even after 97 years, bargains can still be found spilling out of the stores on Orchard Street. Bialy's onion rolls sent the air on Grand Street. The cafeteria tickets continue to be punched at Cat's Delicatessen on Houston Street. These sights, smells, and tastes bring back many memories of the time, dashing through frosty sprinklers on hot August day, days in Pitt Street Park, shivering on long lines on January Saturdays, waiting for the Seward Park Library doors to open for magical reading of fairy tales and paying in nickel for triple feature movie bills. Clara Bow, Tom Mix, and Charlie Chaplin at the Glory Theater on Cannon Street. Today, the old Eldridge Street Synagogue is still stirringly beautiful despite its unfortunate state of disrepair. Happily, the dedicated staff and volunteers of the Eldridge Street Project have assumed as their mission its restoration. Their healing efforts bring people of all faiths from everywhere to visit this beautiful United States landmark and to enjoy the flavor of its rich heritage. Oh, what a wonderful story this has been when Zeta danced on Elridge Street by Elsa Oconrael. This is a beautiful story and just a wonderful representation of a grandpa and his granddaughter on a special holiday. This is a wonderful book. It has two recipes in there called Bubba Shindell's Apple Cake and Tante Golda's Apricot Jam Cookies, which sound absolutely delicious. Even if you are not Jewish, you can still enjoy this wonderful story of a Jewish little girl and her grandpa. It is just such a sweet story, and I hope that you have enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening in today, and bye-bye for now, everyone.